introduce yourself. Who are you, Zyra? Who are you, brother? Um, hello, everybody. I am, most of you guys already know, I'm Zyra 1X. You guys must, uh, some of you guys know my real name, uh, Brigham. I um, am a pro Fortnite player for Cloud9 Gaming. And uh, yeah, I've been kind of, you know, moving around in the pro scene a lot. And uh, yeah, I'm a pro Fortnite player for about almost going three years. So, uh, and I'm 21. And yeah. Hey, that's what's up. How did you get into Fortnite in general, or in terms of con? Uh, I guess being being a comp player in general. How did you get into that? Um. Well, that's um. It's a. It's like a. It's like a really short story, actually. It's like um. So it was about like two, three years ago. I got an email from Epic Games about um because I got a hashtag ad for I just like hit one K subscribers. I think on YouTube by that time it was like a two three years ago and i got an email from epic games it was about a hashtag ad for their new game fortnite and it didn't come out for anybody it was like select few that got the email so i got the game before anybody else and i showed the video to like greg and everybody in discord one time and uh, it was like a it was like a alpha release of the game so there wasn't that many players like the lobby didn't fill or anything and it looked like i didn't think it was going to be a big game to be honest it, it looked like a remake of PUBG because PUBG at the time was still it was still big like a lot of orgs are still like like investing into the game so fortnite like they sent like epic sent me the game and i just supposed to do like a 10 minute video you know got the you know got the bag and then i i like after i was editing the video i i was like because i was still in like i was still content creator like zyra well that wasn't zyra back then i don't know if it chat knows what the what the other name was mm -hmm. but um yeah um, so after I was editing the video, I just went back and I started playing more and I, I started getting into the game and it looked really fun. And it had, it had something that no other battle royale had at the time. Like it, it had like, it had the building feature and, and no other battle royale was doing it. It was just shoot. It was just shoot and move, rotate. And Fortnite, it brought something different to the table. And I, at the time I didn't know, it just seemed interesting to me. It just seemed interesting, and I was just like, okay, well, maybe let me just dive into it. I started playing like five hours, and it started going up six hours, nine hours a day, and then I was like, that's when other, that's when the game released, and then people, people loved it. People loved it. It was mm -hmm. just like it was like crack cocaine. Like people loved the game, and that's when orgs and and stuff just started investing into it, and that's when I met a lot of people in the pro scene now, a lot of friends now that have started where I was from, and just started getting into the game. So. uh yeah. So when you got the hashtag ad, that was when BR first started or when BR was never even thought of? Um, yeah, it, it was, there was like, so it's, it's like hard to explain. So when you first loaded the game, they, it was like a play. And then you, they didn't give you a select game mode, didn't give you any, there was no creative, there was no uh, say the world. It was just, you load into the lobby and it just had the one mode, it had one mode and it was solos. And the lobby, did, I think the lobby filled like 75 players and it was just like it was the same players every time because it was like a beta or something. It was like an alpha, and uh, yeah, it was just it was just a real, it was like an unreal experience. It's like it had like um, like the gun mechanics were weird, the gun sound effect, like the building feature. Like nobody knew how to build. It was just like I guess they were just testing it out to see what people thought of it, and I guess it worked. Okay, that's pretty cool. So, how did your uh, journey get into I guess Fortnite competitive? I guess leading towards that answer since you had. <clears throat> Uh, when it came, it was only solos. There was no duos. There was no squads. There was no creative. No, no, no even playground. Uh, how did you get around to that? How did how did you progress in terms of that, in terms um, of that journey? Well, I guess the I guess the 
like I started watching a lot of streams, and I I was still watching like PUBG and stuff, and I was just like, a lot of like the battle royales today, like they're really closed off in terms of esports. Like you can't you can't be a kid off the streets, or you can't be a kid just sitting at home grinding every day. No matter how long you grind, you have to know somebody to get into it, to get into an esport like that. So Fortnite, it was just like an eye opening. Like I was like, I when I started playing like six six nine hours a day i was just like dude i could i could actually like really do this like the game the games are just to get easy like the mechanics were really easy to get a hold to and i was just like if they ever if the game is if the game is still this good when the game publishes officially like in the beta like this i could do this i i could i could really do this and i, I just started to get into it i just i just feel like when they started opening up discords for fortnite because before before like we had scrims so we had like solo snipes and I was just like, uh, and then we just queued at at the same time, and then we just started getting it. It was like none of us were pros. It was just a couple of people just queuing up into the same game, luckily, and just like scrimming to the last game. Like there was no moving zones, there was no nothing. It was just queue snipes, and you just had to play, and you just last person standing. We went. It was like it wasn't even sweaty. It was just a bunch of people that were playing competitively, but having fun at the same time. So, uh, yeah. That's pretty awesome. How did you get to the origin name behind Zyra? How did that come about? Oh, <laughs> so I was playing, I used to play a lot of League of Legends. And there was just like this, uh, this is healer Zyra. And then she, it was, it's a girl. It's a girl, actually. Oh, and I was, <laughs> and so, yeah, I was just, I was just like, dude, because my other name, I, I feel like it wasn't that marketable to be honest because my other name was black gamer right mm -hmm. and i was just like if i i didn't want to be a content creator anymore because i didn't want to I, I was like just to a point where i didn't want to sit and edits and, and publish a video make a thumbnail like i still enjoy making thumbnails and stuff but i didn't want to sit and edit for hours and then make i make a thumbnail and then publish it so i was just like dude i need i need to rebrand i need to do something because i i i started watching a lot of cypher tim the tap man I started watching Bala TW, and Bala is probably one of the few people, or Monster in Monster Deface, that got me in to and Doctor Lupo that got me into Fortnite competitors. But the way they were casting the game and the way they made it more exciting, it just changed my whole view. I was just like, dude, I want somebody to cast over my gameplay like that. So I just I got into Fortnite competitive, and so I was like, dude, I need to rebrand. And a lot of a lot of people that are streamers today, a lot of content creators and stuff. And a lot of pro, like, well, a lot of pro friends, like they changed their name too. Like AV, I remember he, his name was like something else, and um, I think Cartoon Paul is changing his name soon. But I changed my name solely just for a rebrand. I think I just needed a change. So yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty cool. What do you think that uh, when it comes to a skill set, what skill set do you think a Fortnite player needs to have when it comes to being in competitive? Oh, I think. I think a lot of people think it's easy just because Fortnite it's a blessing. Fortnite is a open esports. Um, because they have such a large money prize pool and they could just give it out and that's really good. But I think a lot of people think it's e I think a lot of people think it's easy to just cop on the game and just be good. Because it, it, like it's like on Twitter and a lot of like people on Alpha Chord, they think that just because 
they think like it's genetics and it's a joke it, nothing in fortnite is genetically like yes your aim might you you might have godly aim you know you might just be born with godly but it, it there's like not every player in the fortnite scene has genetics like okay. you have to work for that and i can sit here yes i'm on controller but yes at sometimes you don't building isn't a controller thing you my game sense doesn't come with the controller like you have to know these things. You have to know the mechanics, how people play. You have to predict other people's movements, and not everybody can do that. Some people are—they just can't do that. And I feel like the one of the other bigger things is like mentality, because one week in FNCS Fortnite Champion Series, you might not win any money, but you have to sit there. Okay, I'm a competitive player for a reason, and don't play. I feel like people think that oh, every Fortnite pro just because they're not getting money. I don't know why they they call themselves a pro. You pro players, we we get up every week and it's a gamble. It's like RNG. You gamble and you just test your luck every week and you just play, play your heart out. It doesn't matter what happens. You just see the outcome, see it through, because one game could change. One game could change how much money you win between you and the other person. And I think that's where people get their mentality messed up. Like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. Well, you have to. Once you change your mentality, everything in your life changes. The like streaming. It's not even just about Fortnite; like just everything. Just it, just mentality-wise, you have to have a good mentality, and I think that's a lot where a lot of people mess up. So mentality is mostly like the thing that people sleep on. People think that it's yeah. mechanics, or yeah. you need to have the genetics, but mentality is the for one. Sure. Okay, yeah, sure. definitely makes sense. Uh, when it comes to like gaming in general, what got you into it? Like. Was it like early on, or was it something like later on that got you into gaming? What what got you into just um, in, gen- in general? Like it doesn't have to be attached to Fortnite competitive, but like what you got, what got you into it? Um, I don't know. I, don't, I think it was on the, like the N sixty four. I think you remember that game Sonic. Mm-hmm. Like the Son- dude, I used to play shit. Out. I I used to play that game so much. It was like it was just Sonic, and then I think like a year later, Sonic and Knuckles came out. And I used to play that too. I was like, dude, game, this game is fun. Like, like I think it was like the that was the first system I've had. And I was like, dude, Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles, that that that's just fun. And then I got like a PS, I got a PS2, and then Sonic, Sonic Heroes came out, and I played that. Oh, and then I, I played like this, that. yeah, that that game was so fun. And then uh, I played, I played um Kung Fu Panda on the. I used to play um, used to play a lot. I used to play Crash Bandicoot. I used to I used to play all those games, and then I got a PS3. I know I got an Xbox 360, and then I played Black Ops 2, and then I switched to the PS3, and then I got a PS4, and then yeah. Hey, that's pretty dope. Um, I'm gonna ask a fun question. So, how much money? You don't have to say. I'm I guess like the specific amount. You can round it up, and uh, like when it comes to that. But how much money have you spent when it comes to Fortnite, whether it's skins oh. or equipment? I don't know whichever you want to ask, whether skins you can round it up, you like five hundred. You don't have to be like, is that like five ninety nine? I've spent a thousand. How oh. much do you think? I guess when it comes Bro, to Okay, okay. I actually don't think it's the I think I'm one of the people in the Fortnite Pro scene that has spent the least amount of money on skins, mm-hmm. honestly. I think I've spent like at least like six hundred dollars on skins. Okay. And because I, I bought a lot of V Bucks and then I spent them on skins, obviously. But equipment um got a 240 hertz 144 hertz pc okay i think i've spent at least oh i think i've spent at least like 3.5 k on equipments maybe That's plus cool. my backup plus my backup equipment and backup controllers and stuff so i think uh i think like 3.5 like good estimates probably like 3.4 maybe 
but uh yeah yeah i mean at the end of the day it's an investment too because yeah. uh like if something happens and you needed a backup controller that that would yeah. make sense to have that on mm-hmm. on deck so yeah what do you think uh i mean i guess how much time and dedication uh does it take to even play competitive like um because i know like... i always hear about stories when it comes to like I've heard like you no know, Nana Light spending eight hours in scrims and stuff like that, and other stories from other competitive players. How much time do you think it goes in down to the the whole thing? I think if I think like I said, it just comes back to the mindsets. I feel like it, if you like Nana Lights, I will say this: Nana Light has won. He has placed really good in DreamHack, and he only did that, and nobody acknowledges it. Nanolite has one of the best mindsets in the game. No matter like when it comes to solos, like he's one of the best solo performers ever. When it like next to Bizzle, like he like he puts in so much time. Like I I I see him. I remember when the first GMAT came around this year, and Nanolite put he was doing he was doing solo scrims at like three a.m. I was looking at Discord. He was in Alpha Core doing doing three a.m. scrims, and nobody was cute. Like it was like fifty people, and he still did them. I was like he just put in so much effort and time. And I feel like if you want to be the best, like it doesn't have to be like how much hours you set in. But if you want to be the best, it does. It like it doesn't matter. You those hours just gonna seem like nothing. Like Buga put in like I remember like Buga was putting in like hella hours even before he was in Sentinels. Like he was just putting in hella hours. Like he he was just like he was just putting in hella out. Like everybody puts in hella hours. Like. Benji, before everybody before World Cup, when they heard the announcement of World Cup, everybody was putting in hours. I was I was putting in like maybe like thirteen hours a day, like fourteen hours, like trying to perform, and yet I didn't qualify, and I still do. It's like it, it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't matter whether you perform or not. I feel like if you know you want to be the best in Fortnite competitive, and you have that drive, you have that fire. It doesn't matter like where you're at. So you just put in the hours. You put in those thirteen hours a day, and then. You know, and sometimes you might not get the outcome you want, but then you just have to get back up and you have to do it again. Okay, okay, that's definitely respectable. So let's say, for example, um, when it comes to Fortnite, I know people have definitely thought about quitting the game. Have you thought about grinding other games besides Fortnite, or Fortnite was just kind of like the main game, and you just kind of want to stick with that? Um, I'll be honest. When Valorant was announced, I I was like, oh, dude, this is gonna be it. It's gonna be this is gonna be it, and then I made that tweet longer, and I was like, "Oh, I shouldn't have made that," because then the game got better, mm-hmm. Fortnite got better, and then I played Valorant, and I I was like realizing I was like, "Dude, Valorant, I can't sit on the Valorant, I can't sit in Valorant and just play like 13 hours and, and on these maps, and that's just not me. Like I've always been a battle royale person. Like I I like Warzone, I like PUBG, I like H1." Like I like I like those games because they bring something, they bring like an like an intense fire that just drives me, like and it drives a lot of players. Like that's where most of the players come from in the Fortnite pro scene. Like they come from those games. You don't see a lot of pros coming from coming from games like you know, well well CS:GO maybe because of their aim, but you don't see a lot of them coming from strictly just from CS:GO only. You see them coming from PUBG. H1 and all those other games because they just battle royale just brings it just brings something that something like Valorant and CS:GO can't and I don't know how to explain it but it, it, you just have to be in that moment to just get the feeling 
But um, yeah, I've thought about quitting the game multiple times. Like every day, I wake up, I think about quitting the game. To be honest, like I I just can't. Like now, I'll be honest, I don't put in as much time as I do into the game like I would want to because of how bad the state of the game is right now. And I think everybody can agree that Fortnite could be better. But I think we still continue to play the game because we love Epic Games. We love that's what they're doing. We love that they're, even though they don't reach out to the community, like they still give us content. They still give us new things to work with. And it might not be things that we want, but we got cars. We got impulses now. Like we we ask for these things and they give it to us. We might get launch pass taken out of the game, but hey, we have content now. And it's, I think it's good for the content creators. Um, I think the comp side could be a little bit better, but I think even though we all think we're going to quit the game, I don't think we'll ever truly quit the game because we just love the game. And I don't think anything could change that. Uh, since you did mention that, I also had a question on that. What is your current thoughts on the competitive side when it comes to Fortnite? You already mentioned the content side. What is your um, thoughts on the current state as of right now? Oh. And, maybe, and maybe the future. Um... Oh, okay. Um, I may okay. I don't care if I'm an epic part. I'm just gonna say it. I think it's bad, but I feel like this is this is the first. This is only the first update of the new season. Like this is the season update. So I feel like I feel like I feel like they're gonna listen to us this time. But I say that every season, and they really just my hopes just go down every every season. So I don't know, like. I feel like they're closing the skill gap so like it's so narrow that you can literally call scrims pubs. Like it, we have we almost have the exact same thing that we have in pubs. And I feel like that's I feel like that's a really big misstep. Like I feel like if you want to if you call this competitive, then put things that that only us competitive people know how to do. Like pubs like A-list like okay, if A-list was set in a scrim right it's literally the same like the way you play would be the same as you would in pubs only because you would have the same loot pool and in the past we didn't have the same loot pool like there was always something missing like there was a like only pubs could use only only people that play pubs could use this only people that use competitive could do this like and i feel like in this update like they're trying to they're trying to make it seem like anybody can do anybody can do this or that in pubs and competitive like and that's cool. I like I like when people I like when people that are not well known can win a tournament. And I get that. They're trying to make other people famous or whatever and they're trying to give money to people that are less fortunate. But at the same time I'm like, you can you can do that, but at the same time, you can let us get something to make like to, to just give an advantage to the competitive community. Like it's just I don't know how to explain it. It's just the competitive community is just so in a bad state right now that people are just quitting the game. People are leaving the game because Fortnite's just not listening. And I feel like if they listen and they put out competitive integrity updates and they keep like every week, they should just put out something, put out a statement, like what's going to happen. Like right now there are no tournaments and we don't know what's going to happen. Like Fortnite could literally tomorrow change Trio FNCS to squads. They could add a whole new mode to competitive and we wouldn't even know. We wouldn't know why because they don't tell us anything. And I think that's a really big misstep on their part. Okay, that's definitely understandable. Like, when you don't get any feedback, you're not getting any patch notes, or at least getting anything like maybe a blog, maybe a post, anything in yeah. terms about the future, whether it's content, whether it's freaking competitive, that's, that's definitely understandable. 
Um, I guess my last question would be, what does the future look like for Zyra? It could be something short. It could be something long. Depending on if you uh, want to say anything, what does the future look like? Well, um, I feel like I feel like when it's all said and done, I feel like I want to leave a name for myself on the Fortnite on the Fortnite standpoints, like uh, like on the Fortnite leaderboard. Like I want to leave a legacy for myself on this game. Like I I don't and I want to continue playing games competitive. I don't want to just play Fortnite for the rest of my life. I don't think anybody in the pro scene does. I want to leave I want to leave a name for myself. And so that people can look and see, like, oh, I knew him. Oh, look at Zyra, you know. And I feel like, I feel like, I feel like it'll happen. You just gotta be dedicated. And that's with anything. I feel like you want to leave your name for yourself. You leave a legacy for for your kids or whatever. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, I guess this is the this is the end of the podcast where you can ask any question you desire. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, here it and comes. So, and if anybody okay. wants to ask questions, they're more than welcome to also <laughs> all right a list um so <clears throat> what's what do you want to accomplish by the end of this year like what are your goals sheesh uh i guess by the end of the year i think i would definitely would love to get like a thousand subscribers um when it comes to youtube um i guess when it comes to twitch i i would like to reach maybe 10k one day that'd be awesome but i also want to try to leave a legacy also as well but uh, I mean, I guess when it comes to this with growth aspect and I got to be humble myself, like regardless when it comes to viewers and everything, like it's a slow process. You know what I'm saying? I can't speed up this whole process. I know a lot of people they are like, man, I'm not growing. I'm not doing this. Like you have to do your research when it comes to that. And it's, it's, it's hard work. I mean, a lot of people think when it comes to content creation, most people think it's a cakewalk, but it truly it isn't. You know, most of the people that are at the top, they're doing things behind the scenes. They're, you know, doing collaborations. They're networking. They're doing a lot of things that most people would think that it's just like a cakewalk or most people think it's easy, but it truly sure. isn't. I love it. I enjoy it. And uh, it, you just have to be patient. A lot of people, most people think they, they need the results as soon as possible. But I think just having that patience can definitely take you a long way when it comes to that aspect, when it comes to content For creation. Sure. And all okay. So, A-list, another question. Mm-hmm. I mean to ask you this. So, um, what do you think about Fortnite right now? And I know you've been stepping in a road company in Valorant. Mm-hmm. I saw you playing Valorant earlier. Like, I was just like, do you, in the future, do you see yourself playing more Rogue Company or do you see yourself playing more Fortnite? Um, I guess if Fortnite still continues its direction in terms of like we don't know if we don't have any patch notes, we don't have any blog posts, and they're still changing the game, I probably will still play the game. But if they're still if they're still heading in this direction, I might play Fortnite less because I I, I just don't understand the direction that they're going in. In my opinion, yep. I feel like taking out the hundred percent chest spawn rate. I feel like what are you doing? I feel like everybody enjoyed that, whether you're competitive yeah. or content side. I, it just doesn't make any sense about that. And I guess the mythic weapons too, I have a problem with that. I guess a couple yes, mythic sir. weapons, they make it a little bit too overpowered where anyone can have it. I'm like, it involves no skill having the Doom Fist or the Doom Gauntlet, whatever you call those little weapons, I feel like involves zero skill when it comes to that. And I've been seeing competitive players complain about that weapon too. So that's my, my gripe on that. If those things never existed, if there wasn't two most op weapons and and that and if the chest were 100 spawn rate i would definitely love this game a little bit more and then maybe if they tweak the skill-based match rating then i i'd, I'd be i'd be big chilling but i see myself outgrowing this game a, a a little bit so 
which and I have to kind of pivot. And so if I and if I don't enjoy the game, I need to find a, a game that yeah. I can gravitate towards or a game that I can create content behind. And that's just how it goes. So yeah, true, true. Uh, <laughs> that was my uh, last question. So. Okay, I have a, a question also. Um, so someone asked me, uh, when is Brig gonna do that TwitchCon giveaway? Bro, who said that? Yo, uh, hey, yo. Yeah. Wait, wait, who said that? Who that said was, that? Who that said was that? power. I knew it was power, dude. The giveaway was like two years ago. Power, like, I threw that away, probably. <laughs> like, it, it's gone. It, it's gone, okay? That merch is gone. It's over. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. I didn't have any other questions. Uh, this, oh, okay. I mean, hopefully you felt comfortable. It's funny because, yes, like, sir. every time when I do a podcast, most people are gen- gen- genuinely nervous because they're like, oh, I don't know what he's going to ask me. When it comes to me, when I when I interview people, I'm not going to ask you a question that's going to make you feel comfortable. If you don't want, feel like answering it, then we can move on to the next question, and that's pretty much it. I'm not run by a media company. I don't, I don't got no big boss. <laughs> so that's the cool thing about me doing this. Yeah. I can do it my own way. And because uh, because every time you watch like a rapper or you watch a singer and they have to ask like a, a weird question and they're they're run by a whole media company and they have to ask these you know intruding questions and like oh, I don't want to I don't feel like answering that question I'm not comfortable but if you don't feel comfortable don't answer it and that's pretty much it man so <laughs> I mean yeah it yeah. was cool it was cool I liked it I liked it it was really it was like comfortable it was just like talking you know about stuff you love it's pretty fire mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. That's pretty much it, man. Yo, you did pretty right. good. I, I definitely enjoyed Yo. the podcast because I All didn't right. know how y- your introduction into Fortnite in terms of the, the whole alpha situation. So I enjoyed that, and I was like, "Oh shoot, that's pretty awesome." So yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. But yeah, a yeah. lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't know how I got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it's just a blessing, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and I'll make sure to have this podcast on on YouTube, Spotify, or whatever podcasting platform that you guys listen on. It's been it's been uh I mean this week has been kind of crazy because I interviewed Kicks, I interviewed Zara, and another person, my homegirl Cappuccino. So that's pretty much it. So I'll make sure to put that up. But yeah, if you have anybody that would like to be on a podcast, if you have any people mm-hmm. in mind, I definitely would love to interview them. Okay, you got to get Greg up on here. Y'all want to oh see Greg God. on the oh podcast? My yes, God, sir. A Greg podcast. <laughs> Yes, sir. You're funny, okay. bro. <laughs> All right, A-list. Yeah, hey, man. Um, I'll, I'll catch you later, A-list. Yeah, bye, man. everybody. I yeah. love y'all. Yeah, say bye to the homie, bye. man. But yeah, I was good, man.